in God's eyes, there's no one more precious than a child. A child is dear to God's heart. A child is innocent. A child is very simple. A child is, well, should be truthful. I wouldn't say he's always truthful. Sometimes you have children that lie, you know. But for the most part, children are very truthful. Children are playful, that children love to play. If you ever are with a child, all they want to do is play, and then they don't want to eat, you know, because all they want to do is play. That, that's why I think of, of heaven like a big playground, and you're just playing all the time, and your parents don't call, don't call you to come in and eat, because maybe there's no eating in heaven, because there's no body. You just have a soul. And so a, a child is very precious to the Lord. That children, he gives, Jesus gives praise to the Father for those who are very childlike, for those who are humble, because they reflect Jesus' heart, where he says, I am meek and humble of heart. And it's, and it's those who are childlike. Now, you have to make a distinction between childlike and childish. We're not calling people to be childish. That doesn't mean that if you're an adult to be childlike, that you have to get out toys and start playing with toys and get out your Barbie dolls and your superheroes. And it's, it's not childish, it's childlike. So childlike means to be totally dependent upon God for everything. So in the spiritual life, that it, in, in the spiritual life, the more dependent that we are, then the more that we're advancing spiritually. So we need to depend upon the Father for everything that we have. And that's when you're advancing spiritually. When you're not advancing spiritually, you try to be independent. You try to control everything. You try to do it your way. Your way, your style, and that's pride. And God will allow you to fall if you have that attitude. If you think that it's going to be your way, your time, that, that your spirituality is going to be your way. That's why God will give you trial, tribulations, crosses, sicknesses, because he needs to humble your pride. And we all need it. We all, we all need to be humbled in life. It's okay to be humbled. So when Moses, when he approached the burning bush of God, what did God say? Take off your sandals. For the ground on which you stand is holy ground. And what, and what was that called? Fear of God. It's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, one of the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, is fear of God. That means to have an awe and a reverence for God. That means to have respect for God. Always like with the Orthodox Jews, what they do is you'll see them wearing hats on their head, usually black hats on their head. Do you know what that symbolizes for an Orthodox Jew? It symbolizes to always remind them that there's always someone greater who's above them. That's why they wear the hats. It's always to remind, remind yourself that, oh, there's someone greater than I, that's why this hat is on my head. Or maybe that's like if a woman wears a veil or something. 
you know, we can remind ourselves by the hat, oh, there's always someone greater than I. There is God. And so we need fear of God. We, we have lost fear of God in our day and our age. To be childlike, you ha also have to have a fear of God. And it's not, it's not you know, where you're trembling and you're, you're scrupulous that everything that you do, that God is going to punish you. No, that's not fear of God. It's a proper respect for God, for who he is, for God's holiness. And that you want to do everything to please God because God loves you and he takes care of you. And, he's, and his providence is always there. And this is, this is why Jesus loves the childlike he loves children. Even in the nine-day Divine Mercy Novena, on the sixth day, it's for the humble and the little children who we pray for. And so this is, this is kind of our goal in life, is to be more and more childlike, more and more dependent upon God. And so as you get older and you say, I want to be independent, like that, I, I want my own, you know, my own this and my own that. And maybe that's in human life, but in the spiritual life, it's the opposite. It's, I wanna be more dependent upon God. I need to pray to God, I need to pray for his grace. Because as you get older and you struggle with vice and virtue, you realize, boy, this is really difficult. I just can't do this on my own. I need. I need to pray, I need the grace of God to help me every day. And so that, that's our goal is to be childlike, is to be kind of like a child, not childish, but like a child. That's why children's prayers are usually heard because a child prays with faith. A child prays with faith. And when that child prays with faith, it moves the heart of God. A children's prayers are, are very powerful for transforming the world. Now, on a flip side of this, on a flip side of this, that human society has really gone the opposite direction. So talking about an offense against God that God loves children so much because children reflect the image of God. And yet we have in our human society this human sex trafficking, even to the point of child sex trafficking, of forcing children and forced labor, and then even worse, forcing children and sex trafficking, in which money is made. It's, it's the new modern slavery of our society. So we talk about slavery that happened in this country, in the United States, and other countries around the world, how horrible that slavery was based on race, based on a, a, a person's race, and that people were enslaved in this country for years, and they were treated very badly. They were not given human rights. They were not even made citizens. They were not even given the right to vote. Do, do you know this? And you think I'm talking just maybe about 
African Americans, and not just African Americans. Native Americans in this country were not made US citizens until 1924. 1924, Native Americans. So slavery can come in all different forms and shapes and sizes and against different groups who are innocent victims of slavery and of these oppressive laws. And now we have a new slavery for our day. Let me read to you some statistics. I found online statistics for human trafficking for 2023 to show you how bad it really is. That through sex trafficking, an annual $99 billion is made annually through human sex trafficking. 4.5 million people throughout the world are exploited through human sex trafficking. $51 billion per year is accumulated through forced labor. So sometimes the human trafficking, these children, young people are, are, are put into forced labor where, where, where they're not given any rights. 21 million victims worldwide are believed to be victims of forced labor. One in six engendered runaways reported in the United States are likely to become victims of sex trafficking. 20% of human trafficking victims are children, and females forced into domestic servitude are often sexually exploited. We need to be aware of this. We need to be aware of this new human slavery that's out there. I saw the movie Sound of Freedom last night, which is about child sex trafficking and follows the a story of a, of, of a uh, Homeland Security officer, Tim Barrett, who tries to rescue these uh, two children of this family. We need to be aware that it's out there that there's innocent victims that are out there right now who are not given any voice out there because they're innocent victims of other people's crimes, of other people's sins. And so the first thing that we need to do is pray. Pray for the victims of human sex trafficking. That's why I wanted to offer a mass today. Because the, there are government officials, there are people trying to find breakthroughs. They're, they're, they're trying to save these children in whatever way they can. They're, they're trying to catch their captors so that they don't continue to do that. And so they need our prayers. They need our prayers to find these leads, to find these breakthroughs. And so we, we need to pray for the, for the innocent. We need to put an end to this. That if good people don't stand up, just like with slavery in this country, if good people did not stand up, we might still have slavery. But good people have to stand up, have to give a voice, have to say that this is wrong. This is wrong, and we need to be aware of it. It's a slap in the Heavenly Father's face to do this to a child, to exploit a child through a human sex trafficker or a pedophile. It's a slap in the Heavenly Father's face. 
And as Jesus said, it would be better for someone to have a millstone around their neck and for them to be thrown into the sea than to scandalize one of these little children. That's what Jesus said. Jesus was very strong in his words against those who victimize little children and human sex trafficking or sexual abuse. Jesus was very strict about it. And unless they repent, there will be a just sentence against them. Very just, God's justice. (laughs) You don't want to face God's justice. Because God is all just, he's all truthful. So we preach divine mercy here, but there is divine justice also. You have to realize that. That with divine mercy, there is divine mercy if a person repents. And there's always, always a chance for a person to repent while they're still alive in this life. There's always a chance. Even for those who are committing these crimes, there's always a chance for them to repent if they are willing, if they have fear of God and humility. But if they do not, then there is divine justice. As Jesus said, if you do not fall into the hands of divine mercy, then you will have to fall into the hands of divine justice. And divine justice is there. And maybe it doesn't happen right away, but eventually it does. Eventually everyone has to face God and they have to face the actions that they have done. And so with the scripture passage, it's kind of like after seeing this movie, when I was praying over this, there's a joy when you think about children. There's that childlike joy when you think about like seasons like Christmas. And you see children's eyes opening, you know, when they're excited about presents. And then when you see a movie like Sound of Freedom, in which I highly suggest all of you should see it. When you see a movie like this, and you find out what's happening today against children, it should bring sadness into your heart. It should bring maybe an anger, a righteous anger, into your heart that children are God's images and yet look at what certain people are doing to these children, profiting off them and making money. So there's sin upon sin upon sin with the human sex trafficking. And we need to speak about it. We need to put an end to it. We need to watch this movie, become aware of it become aware that there are millions of innocent victims from all different countries around the world who are being forced against their will and forced labor and forced sex with adults. And there are innocent victims and they need our prayers and they need us to support them. And we need to pray for all the government officials, Homeland Security, those involved in finding the children need to pray for them. Uh, things will open up and that they will be able to save these children and give them the freedom that every child has, that every child should want, and every child has by God.
that God is the one who gives us free will. So let's open our hearts today, pray for the victims of human sex trafficking, and pray that they will be found and find true freedom in their lives. Hello, I'm Father Thaddeus Langton of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new podcast with Father Timothy Childers called Keeping It Marian. To access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org or search Keeping It Marian on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I want to share with you the riches of the charism of the Marian Fathers, which is the mystery of the Immaculate Conception, how it touches our lives as consecrated priests and religious, and how this mystery can bear fruit in your life, especially by keeping the Word of God and pondering it in our hearts in imitation of our Blessed Mother. I hope you'll join us. Again, it's called Keeping It Marian. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.